Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes.
Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us, as always, at rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and tst underscore underscore radio on Twitter. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, has all of our previous shows, our entire archive, everything from this week and going back many years. You can listen to the shows. You can also click on the links to take you to various radio and podcast players. But you do have to listen to the monetized version of the show. So if you'd like to get rid of that, you can subscribe to our full archive, which gets you access to the same archive. You just get the ads removed. Plus, you get access to the montages digital copies of my books, and early access to the show, plus a private RSS feed to plug into your radio podcast player. When you subscribe to the show, when you buy a book separately, you support us, you keep us on air Monday through Friday here on Ground Zero Radio, 10 p.m. Pacific to midnight, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. If you'd like to get access to Clyde's archive, though, you'll have to go over to Aftermath and subscribe to that separately which I recommend that you do. Our archive right now, we're running a special $40 for a year. Go ahead, go to the website, subscribe, support us, keep us on air, like I said. It's because of you that we're able to do what we do, the very controversial subjects, very unique angles on the subjects that we take Monday through Friday. For those of you who don't know, who might be new to this show, we've been on air for about 10 years, going on 11 or 12, somewhere around there. Started out as a volunteer show, jumped into professional radio about five, six years ago. We've interviewed, uh, you know, anybody you can think of. You name somebody, we've probably had them on the show. We've covered probably every subject you can imagine. I mean, this week we covered geoengineering. We covered hauntings and paranormal activity. We covered genetically modified cows last night. That promo I was really proud of, 2000 Moose. And tonight we're going to cover a subject that kind of takes us back to the old days I, to, you know, I, I told myself I was going to be kind with the promo picture, and then I just went all out. I called it Rub-A-Dub-Dub, Presidents in a Tub. And maybe you'll immediately know what I'm, I'm talking about, or maybe you remember about 10 years ago. It's been that long, 10 years ago. A former president was painting pictures of himself nude in the bathroom and sending them to family members. Now, he was a conservative. That was George Bush. Now we have Joe Biden doing things far worse than what George Bush did based on a diary that is reportedly his daughter's. And it doesn't seem like anybody wants to acknowledge who dislikes Joe Biden that George Bush did some really, really weird stuff in the bathroom too. We're still hung up on this political mumbo-jumbo, this left-right political divide. And since my good friend Mike D., who some of you might know, if you don't, you'll get to know him here in a moment. Mike D.'s been a co-host with us for over 10 years, on and off over the years. And Mike D. and I talked about George Bush in the bathroom with a paintbrush, like a game of Clue, painting himself and sending these nude paintings, essentially, to his family members. We talked about that years ago, and Mike, I remember we, we sort of always had we always had an audience that was taken back by that. Oh, my God, they, they, they criticized a conservative president. 
I thought they were conservatives. And I got to inform people, I'm not a conservative. I'll attack people when they need to be attacked. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't like George Bush. I don't know why that's so hard to grasp or comprehend. Mike D., welcome to the show. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? Fantastic. I'm going to go paint myself. I'll send you a picture after the show in the bathroom. Yeah, I think he was using pain by number, too, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I remember talking about this with you 10 years ago. President Bush, rub-a-dub-dub in a tub, sending these mostly nude or, I don't know, I don't think they were tasteful paintings of himself to his sister. Remember all this? Yeah, there were two or three. The two that I remember is one, he was in the, so it's a painting of him in the bathtub, but you don't see his, you don't see, it's, it's perspective is you looking don't see, down. You don't see his Air Force One. Okay. You see him like with his legs and his toes up in the water. And then the other one, he's in the shower with his back, where you're seeing that mirror reflection of his back. And the picture doesn't, doesn't, I can't find a line if it goes down to his butt crack or not. But that was the other one. And they sent both to his sister and asked to critique uh, his paintings of him in the shower in the bathtub. That's what I remember that from, from years ago. Now, most people paint bowls of fruit or they'll paint a landscape. This is a former president a very, very powerful person, supposed to be a pillar of American society, who's painting himself, it would be one thing if he were painting himself nude in the shower for himself and somebody leaked it, but to send it to family members and ask for their opinion on his nude painted body in the shower in the bathtub, that seems a little bit weird. I don't know if I'd ever send my sister a nude picture of me in the bathroom. Yeah, if I remember correctly, too, the one where he's, he's back is facing the mirror where you see his back painted painted of his backside it's like yeah okay he's he's gave himself a, like a way bigger back than you know it's, it's it's very strange the thing is though after further research he hasn't stopped painting he hasn't no he has in not in fact he's got 30 plus paintings out there he's had two um uh, whatchamacallit, um, you know, where you put your paintings out for people to view viewings of his paintings um, at his Dallas, President President Bush Dallas building that he has. And uh, the thickest, uh, a thick part of this research that I found on his paintings is he's painting uh, veterans, uh, Iraqi war veterans and 9-11 responders, uh, pictures of them, um, one, uh, some, so some of them are injured, you know, one has like a glass eye that he's painted and it's very bizarre, uh, knowing so well. And, and as he knows himself that he was responsible for b- both of those actions, whether, uh, you know, on the front for front front or in the background, he, he knew exactly what was going on there and what was uh, sending those soldiers uh, to die. And also, uh, the details of nine 11. So the guy's a complete scumbag. I think he's a sociopath, and I don't know if you heard recently there was a a statement given by former President George Bush where he actually referred to Iraq instead of Ukraine regarding Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. Do you remember that? Did you hear that? Yes, yes. I just pulled that up. I want to play that for the audience. In contrast, Russian elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. 
The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. That sounds like like a late night comedy show bit, but that's real. Yeah, I love how they always giggle, too. Right. <laughs> like it's so arrogant and egotistical, you know, to, to, to giggle about it. And, you he, know? and he, he follows it up with uh, I'm old. Probably one of the bits. That's probably worse almost than any Joe Biden gaffe. I mean, talk about a Freudian slip. Of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Iraq. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and people laugh. Uh, like yeah. it's funny. I'm, sev- I'm 70. Say, I'm 75. Nobody laughs Yeah, like it's funny. I mean, that's yeah. it's grotesque to me, but that shows you what's really going on in the mind as these people read read scripts. I don't care if they're white, black, purple, yellow, red, gay, straight, or if they're Republican or Democrat. George Bush is as big a piece of garbage as Joe Biden is. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, most of uh, our political representatives today, there are a few that actually stand for the rule of law. And I find it really weird why we have former presidents still to this day painting what you just said, you know, painting Iraq war veterans and 9-11 victims when he full well knew, well, maybe he didn't fully know, but he full well knew uh, what the powers that were at the time were doing with him in the president's seat in the White House. It's very strange. It's like sociopathic, but then it's almost like he himself is is the victim of abuse. Yeah, it's weird. He's got pictures of his, his, his daddy, but there's been no research uh, that I found of pictures of his, his mother. He's got pictures of his daddy, which are and you think you would draw both, right? You got enough time. I mean, what what the hell is he doing? You know, and he's only drawn his his father. I don't know. There's I only mean, there's no, there's only so much time in the day. There's only so many so many lines of coke you can do. Doesn't have a lot of time to paint, Mike. He likes to paint his little dogs, and so he's also painted a picture of uh, Saddam Hussein. Um, Saw that like one. clown in, in a clown clown uh, mouth and eyes. And also Osama bin Laden uh, as a clown with X's in his eyes and then a daisy coming out of his gun. It's the, it's the shot where bin Laden sitting on the ground with the, um, the AK next to him. Um, I, I find it strange that there are a lot of people that resort to art. Like, for example, um, Tony Podesta, John Podesta's brother, he had a lot of art, according to mainstream news, in his house that included uh, nude children and young kids that were tied up, that were chained or were bound in some way. And then when somebody brings that up, not only does it become a political issue, oh, well, the Republicans do things too, it becomes, well, that's just art. It's tasteful. It, like, I, 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 don't think that's, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, that Podesta piece was uh, Vanity Fair actually went into his house and uh, took some I guess he didn't even care. And they took pictures of his house for Vanity Fair. And then they got statues. He's got this golden statue, this a human, like, bent over backwards. Something like Jeffrey Dahmer also had at his house. Just very bizarre artwork. Children, uh, half naked, naked. Just this weird stuff. Weird stuff. Do, do you also remember the infamous picture the painting from jeffrey epstein's caribbean compound of bill clinton 
in, uh, I believe he had a blue dress on, uh, painted yeah. in, in the White House in the Oval Office. I, what, there's some weird connection to, to painting and art that relates to this psychopathy, this sociopathic behavior, this uh, perhaps even uh, ritualistic types of abuse. I mean, we saw uh, the, the work of um, that one famous, well, that one famous uh, woman, she painted all those images of children in cages and, you know, how she had been abused. Remember that lady? Yes, I do. I just, I, I don't remember her. Ka- I, Kathy O'Brien, maybe? Is that her? No, no. Kathy O'Brien Kathy. wrote Transformation of America. I'm actually going to see her up in Phoenix next week. Uh, on Monday, she's going to be there giving a talk. But uh, no, no okay. not, not Kathy O'Brien. Um, I forget the other lady's name, but I know what you're talking about. It was very horrific. Uh, rapings, uh, children in, in cages. It was Kim Noble. Uh, Kim Noble, that's right. You're right. She kind of would draw these almost like stick figures sort of imagery, um, cracked psyche pictures, just very t- horrible, horrible pictures, drawings that you just don't come up with. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. You're, yeah. No, I don't think anybody, I mean, again, most people like it's the classic, you sit down and you paint a bowl of fruit, you know, where you paint a landscape or maybe, maybe you paint your dog or something, or you try to paint your partner even if it's nude and tasteful, but you don't like, like here's one of her paintings. Uh, the vigilant citizen is the article I always go to back in 2019, the complete gallery of Kim Noble's paintings about ritual abuse. If you type that in and the first picture that comes up, it's a green background. There's kids that are painted red, basically in the fetal position in a cage. And then there are two adults. One looks male, one looks female Maybe they're both male, and they have what looks like an erect penis ejaculating on the on the children that are in the cages. Who paints that? Exactly, exactly. Maybe this guy. That made me aware when I was in law school. Proudly for Holloway. Proudly for your dad. First African American state senator in the state of in the state of Delaware. Everything about. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand, and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, <laughs> that, 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 that turn uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about. There you go. He learned about roaches, I think he says. Yeah. I like kids. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. So let's recap. You've got former President Bush painting himself nude in the bathroom, sending pictures to his, his sister, Dorothy, which, you know, we're definitely not in Kansas anymore. You've got George Bush, uh, you know, with the recent gaffe about the invasion of, I, of Iraq. It means Ukraine, but he says, Iraq too. Forgive me, I'm 70-something years old. But then he's painting victims of 9-11, victims of the war that he initiated unconstitutionally without congressional approval initially. You've got people like uh, Jeffrey Epstein who had pictures of Bill Clinton in a blue dress and red heels. Talk about Dorothy and and, and not being in Kansas anymore, the Wizard of Oz, uh, in his compound. And again, a former president. And then you've got Kim Noble. Also, also, also the other picture that he had in the compound was a picture of George Bush sitting on the ground like a kid. Oh, that's uh, right. Throwing, throwing the paper airplane with the towers shaped as play blocks coming down. That is so bizarre. I forgot about that one, but you're right. Yeah. 
and then, so, and then you have the, I mean, come on. you have the Kim Noble paintings of of the people ejaculating on little kids. So go ahead. I mean, if, if you don't think these things are bizarre, there's there's something wrong with you. And obviously, like you said, there's some type of some type of message, some type of ritual behavior, some type of just strangeness. Um, how this is all connected, also through the artwork. Um, just very, very bizarre. And but the, 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 the sickest thing is, is that, uh, these are our presidents, right? Yeah, and, and may I suggest what I believe this is, especially in the case of George Bush, and, and like in the case of Kim Noble. Kim Noble was abused. She claims that she was ritually abused. Maybe you call it satanic abuse, but she was ritually abused, raped, tortured, etc. She shows that in her paintings with the rose that's destroyed, the black and white floors, the split personality, the black and white dress, etc. The little kids being abused in cages. Very similar to the Kathy O'Brien story by these powerful, rich uh, entertainers and politicians. So for her, it's almost like this expression of this deep subconscious thing that that she's experienced that she can only express it through the art. And it's almost childlike. And I think the same goes for George Bush. I don't like George Bush. I think that he's a a war criminal. I think that he's a piece of garbage. I think that the guy should be in prison for a lot of things. But I also feel that the guy himself is extremely abused, maybe even sexually. And this is the way that he expresses himself. Yeah, he was the quote, president, but his dad was likely with Dick Cheney running that administration with others like Donald Rumsfeld. The guy is just a a literal puppet and he's playing with his rubber ducks in the tub, acting like he's running, running the government and running the world. I think these people are harshly abused and this is the way that they express it later in life. Uh, I mean, yes, that's definitely a plausible theory. Another person too, um, which I've done research on is Michael Jackson. I don't know if you've ever seen the artwork of Michael Jackson, but it is totally reminiscent of uh, sexual abuse, of mind trauma. He's got splits, uh, head drawings, a clowns crying, uh, all sorts of uh, paintings. Uh, and you're going to have to research deep because I did this a couple years ago and then recently tried to get back on and take and find them again, and I could not find them. But they're out there, uh, if they're still out there. They were on the Internet. Um, and I saw them a couple years ago, and they were just extremely bizarre, grotesque pictures, too, also. These are done by Michael Jackson. And you know what's interesting, Mike? I, I don't know if you know this, but Adolf Hitler was a painter. Did you know that? I did, yep. He got actually rejected from the Vienna Art School, but which, uh, you know, might have changed everything if he was accepted. But his paintings were actually pretty damn good. <laughs> well, that's... His, his paintings, paintings yeah. were actually pretty damn good. They that, were, yeah, buildings, landscapes, I've seen them. That's, yeah, that's my point. His most famous is the courtyard of the old residency in Munich from 1914, a watercolor. It looks like it was done by an extremely professional artist that you would see in, like, some art museum. But as, as you said, he was rejected from art school, but he painted, he painted landscapes, he painted buildings, he painted political things. He didn't paint himself nude in a bathtub. He didn't paint himself jacking off on little kids. He didn't paint himself killing Jews. So there's some kind of difference between what Adolf Hitler did, as psychotic as he was, and what things like George Bush are painting or things that you know were in um, Jeffrey Epstein's place with George Bush in the towers or with Bill Clinton in the dress. There's a huge disparity between the two and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what that is in live time here because Hitler painted really beautiful things 
George Bush painted himself in a bathtub. I'm supposed to think George Bush good, Hitler bad, but I'm really confused here, Mike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think also some of these serial killers out there have are have done um, a lot of artwork that people yes. actually buy sickos like um, that guy that used to dress as a clown and kill people and kids. Uh, while Wayne Gacy, I think his name was. Yep. Yep. Um, I thought Charles Manson had some artwork out there too. It's just so bizarre, you know. I wonder if some type of mind trauma. Uh, fires off some synapses on, on the left side of your brain where you, you're able to, you know, draw these images, um, you know, verbatim. I just, it's just very weird. I, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know how that works. Maybe it's as simple as, you know, art is therapy, which I'm sure it is. I, I mean, just because someone paints something weird doesn't mean that there's, and I'm not, I'm not even implying anything by Bush's paintings per se. I'm just saying that, just because you paint something weird like that doesn't mean that you're messed up in the head. Um, I mean, John John Hinckley Jr. isn't a painter. He, I think he's just been um, uh, unconditionally released uh, now as not being a danger to anybody. But he's he's the guy that shot Reagan back in 1981, and he, he does like music now, and people pay to listen to his, in my opinion, horrible music. But so, so you're right. People will pay for like serial killers and murderers and psychopaths for their art. Which is strange yeah. because the the art is an expression of the soul, and if that's the art they're producing, it's you know it's indicative of something dark. Right. I mean, you know, my thing was is like I, I know a lot of people, and I, and I'd say a good seventy percent of them are not artistic at all. So to have these people over and over again with these kind of psychotic, sociopathic, murderous tendencies to produce artwork and music it's just um i don't know there's something we, i don't know if there's i don't know if there, i don't know if there's I'm, I'm going off a small segment so i don't know if there's a correlation there but I, it's just in, it's an intriguing thought right it is there's something very weird there again art is an expression of the soul and when you see this kind of art suggests something very dark i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings my good friend and longtime co-host mike d is with us after this short break we'll be back we have another segment with Mike D, and then a second hour tonight, we're going to break this down in more detail. What does all this mean? Is there any meaning to it? What about Joe Biden showering with his daughter and his daughter writing in her own diary that she felt like she was abused? We're going to talk about that when we come back from break. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Gable at yahoo.com is the email. Stay with us. There's more after this. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception. And you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From ground zero to The Secret Teachings. Keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. 
We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast, airing Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific Standard Time here on Ground Zero Radio. My co-host this evening is Mike D. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. We're talking about art as an expression of the soul and the kind of art that projects more dark themes indicates typically that there's some form of trauma involved with the artist. In 2013, we learned that George Bush Jr. was an avid painter, having painted himself nude in the shower and bathtub and sent the pictures to his sister, Dorothy. Jeffrey Epstein's compound, remember Jeffrey Epstein? Well, Jeffrey Epstein's compound housed images of both President George Bush and Bill Clinton, the latter as a child with a paper airplane and twin towers and the former in a blue dress with red heels. A lot of famous people so-called dictators, politicians, etc., have been painters. For example, Adolf Hitler in 1914 painted one of his most famous images, the courtyard of the old residency in Munich. And that was, a, a, I would say, a beautiful painting, very well done, in watercolor nonetheless. Very different than what George Bush was painting, very different than what Jeffrey Epstein had in his house, very different than what people like Kim Noble, who was a victim of various forms of ritual abuse, very different than what she painted as part of her experience 
having been abused with children being ejaculated on or children in cages or women being raped. When people paint and draw things like that, it indicates that they've probably been the victim of some type of trauma. And I suggest that George Bush has been the victim of the same type of trauma, uh, perhaps a different type of trauma than, uh, than people like Kim Noble, but trauma nonetheless. And it's really weird uh, because not only was George Bush painting himself in the bathtub and then sending pictures to his, his sister, which I still find that to be very, very strange, uh, and then, of course, Dorothy, the Wizard of Oz, somewhere over the rainbow. And, uh, well, it wasn't, uh, wasn't Bill Clinton in a blue dress with red heels. Click them together three times and, and, and you're at the, you know, wherever you want to be. Wherever Bill Clinton wants to be, you're at the Epstein compound. Uh, but l- let me ask you this, Mike. Joe Biden, according to confirmation from the FBI that the diary of his daughter is indeed real, despite all the propaganda to the contrary, it's basically the the Joe Biden uh, son laptop story again. It's basically the Hunter Biden laptop story where the media will reject it, then partly accept it, then reject it and not talk about it. We have Ashley Biden's diary that describes inappropriate showers with her dad when she was younger, which, yeah, everybody's probably taken a shower with their parents. But she explicitly asks herself the question in the diary, have I been abused? And she says, I think so. I, I don't think, I mean, like I took a shower with probably my, my dad when I was younger. I didn't feel like I was abused. If you just take a shower with your dad or your mom and you're very innocent, why would that lead one to think that they're abused? How would an idea even get into their head unless something else was going on? What do you know? What do you think about this whole diary situation? Yeah, I found it strange that uh, both uh, Hunter and uh her, they, we, they leave this kind of evidence for others to find it. I, I think it's a sign of, Hey, help me. I think it's just strange that the, the laptop was left. Uh, and then the diary was left underneath the bed mattress of, uh, the halfway house or the rehab center that she was at too. Like, you know, it's just kind of weird. Well, it's almost like, um, not the same thing, but like some serial killers really want to be caught. It's like a game. And for some people that um, maybe are part of this type of abuse, maybe they maybe they're asking for help. That's probably the most uh, likely thing. Or maybe they're they're leaving it there subconsciously. Part of their personality is split. The, the subconscious is asking for help. The, the conscious mind is unaware that the subconscious has left this behind. I mean, when you're dealing with these kinds of things, you're dealing with multiple personalities, people that have been ruthlessly abused. That, that would make a lot of sense. As much of a big uh, piece of garbage Hunter Biden is, the guy's probably looking for help, just like uh, Ashley Biden. And that indicates that Joe Biden can't even run his own family, you know, let alone run a country. And it's just a, a, a hor- horrible portent for the United States of America. It's embarrassing. The guy, the guy fell off the bike. I mean, what an omen uh, for dark days. Yeah, from just uh, standing, you know, riding, stopping in a, in a still position and just, just falling over. Just like falling over. It's an, it's an omen, man. It's important. It is an omen. Buy ammo, buy canned food immediately. <laughs> you better do it. I think a lot of this art. Washington State. Washington State just banned high capacity mags. Well, uh, well, you know the Supreme Court today though just ruled that as as I told you they would a couple of months ago that New York's gun laws for uh, uh, carrying handguns were illegal. 
Uh, so they overturned the, the law in the state of New York and California. So the Democrats in particular today, they have been very angry at the Supreme Court. Joe Biden said he was disappointed in the court for upholding the Second Amendment. It's like, who are these people? Do you, can you really profess to be Americans who believe in equal protection and, and, and self-defense and rights and then be disappointed when the Supreme Court rules in favor of religious freedom, as they did yesterday or the day before yesterday, in favor of, you know, a right to self-defense. Like, who are these people? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, but I always see, I'm looking at what's going on, and I'm seeing um, one step forward, two steps back. In regards to what exactly? In regards to uh, the First and Second Amendment. Totally. Well, people that now don't f- New York people now New York citizens might be able to conceal uh, have an easier time to have concealed weapons, but uh, also these these laws these gun laws that they're trying to pass where um, if someone uh, doesn't like you and they call the cops on you because they suspect that you have like a mental issue, they can cops can come in immediately and come take your gun from some kind of tip off from by by some person. It's it's not a good thing. I think that would be ruled very unconstitutional if it went to the court. Not that the Supreme Court always makes the best decision, but what what ends up happening in our system today, Mike, I think in regards to what you're saying is that you have people that have no disregard for the rule of law. They have no uh, no regard. Uh, they have disregard for the rule of law. They have no regard for 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 equality for right, any of these things. Exactly. That's a clear uh, violation of due process. Absolutely. But these people, these people, uh, do not stop. Do not stop the effort to try to take your guns away. They do not stop. It, it doesn't stop. Keeps going. Well, politi- politicians all over the country today, especially in New York, already had legislation ready to go based on the Supreme Court's decision so that they could work around the decision, play around with words, and find ways to uh, at least publicly suggest that they're trying to uh, ban your your right to self-defense in the state of New York, which is what it's all about. It's about self-defense, ultimately. <laughs> And I think, I think when you have you have stories like this, like more people are concerned with the subject of abortion. Which you want to be concerned with abortion, go ahead. I understand the arguments, but the bottom line is when the Supreme Court overturns that Roe versus Wade, which Norma McCorvey was never even uh, you know raped. She admitted that in, in uh, the New York Times later in the eighties. She was never raped. She, she li- sure, yep. lied about it all. She lied. She lied. Yeah. So when they overturn that, all that does is give states the right to make the law and most states are allowing you to still have an abortion even very conservative states you can have abortions when you don't think you can in very liberal states you can't have as many as you think that you can so everything then left in this left right paradigm the the two wings of the same bird all of this is is very foul because moderation and objectivity is usually at the end of the day uh, the way in which things are crafted by both Republicans or, or Democrats who try to make everything about their political views to, to score cheap points. And so rather than focusing, I don't know, on the president's son or the president's daughter and what Joe Biden has been involved in when they spent four years attacking uh, uh, Donald Trump for a comment made decades ago or for sleeping with a, with a porn star after watching some shark show, I, I, why doesn't the media address the laptop. Why doesn't the media address Joe Biden potentially abusing, raping his daughter and taking inappropriate showers with her, which she said were inappropriate in her own words? 
So I don't, I don't understand. Donald Trump was a bad guy, but Joe Biden can do all this and it's okay. And it's this left, right paradigm garbage is, is really irritating. Oh, totally. Totally. It's, a, it's the same thing uh, as, you know, 24 seven media coverage of Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp, but uh, cameras were not allowed uh, and no video of Dwayne Maxwell's trial, just uh, paintings, yep. Yep. court reporting paintings. Uh, and again, that uh, information of who was in those bo- uh, black books of clients uh, withheld. You know, we still don't know for sure who went to that island because they're not releasing the name. It's just, it's just a clown world. It's almost, you know, and I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And, and another thing too, recently that came to surface is, uh, you know, one of my favorite media journalists, <laughs> I say that jokingly, Geraldo Rivera, that piece of garbage, slime, scum bucket, uh, some unreleased footage has come forth when he was doing his Charlie Manson interviews where Charlie Manson's is acting all weird and deranged and doing a bunch of dancing and, you know, Geraldo's all serious. The cameras uh, were on when they're talking to each other cordially. Uh, I don't know if they know the cameras are running or not, but Charlie Manson was acting as normal as possibly normal, asking Geraldo if he was still going to donate to his charity and send them that guitar that Geraldo promised him that he was going to send them to do the interview. I, and did, talking like I did not see that. They're talking like, uh, Charlie Manson's talking like he's a normal person. And the Geraldo's like, yeah, I'm going to get that to you. I'm going to get that to you. It's <laughs> unbelievable, dude. So, unbelievable. So to, so to clarify, is that it, that's, that's audio? And do they have the audio? Video? And vi- audio and video. Well, that's just like when I went to the, I went to the Republican convention in 2012 in Orlando and I was there to see Dr. Ron Paul again. I, 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 he was the only person I liked. I, I liked Dr. Paul. Uh, he wasn't even really Republican. He's a libertarian. And I'm standing there behind the, the press uh, uh, area where they're doing interviews with the candidates. Ron Paul did an interview. He walked away. And then uh, you've got Sean Hannity, who I can't stand. He's, he's there, and he's interviewing all these Republican candidates, right? And uh, I, this was me. This is my, my experience. This isn't something I read. I'm standing right there by Sean Hannity. He turns around, and some guy standing next to me asks Sean Hannity, who's like, you know, an arm's length away from me. He's like, so, Sean, he's like, man, who do you really like in all this, uh, all this political stuff, uh, you know, this, this year? And after Sean Hannity just got done doing the interviews and telling the press that he thinks Mitt Romney's the best pick, he turns around and tells this guy standing right next to me, eh, I'll never forget this. He said this is a quote. I don't really like any of them. But he told the, the cameras that he liked Mitt Romney. But he said, eh, I don't really like any of them. Now, I don't like Sean yeah. Hannity, but that's just another classic example. It's all fabricated. It's made up. There's, some of these people are literally actors. I don't know how anybody could pay attention to that trial with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And then, and then after the fact, get upset. I've read, read all these articles, get upset and say, well, because Amber Heard was found guilty, that means that black trans women won't have their stories heard. And I'm thinking, I read that. It was an article. I was like, what does that even mean? I, don't even, I can't even process that. Yeah, it's all a game. Um, I've told the story before, but for new listeners, I had an ex-girlfriend who used to work in a Washington, D.C. restaurant where all the senators and politicians would go, uh-huh. the congressmen. And uh, she knew she knew them, uh, and she knew if they were Republican or Democrat. 
and they would all sit around on the same table together, laughing, drinking. I mean, she would come home with like, uh, and no, she was not a prostitute. She would come home with like $100 bills and rolls from tips from these, you know, of course, spending, that's your tax money. But anyway, the, the whole point <laughs> of it is that it's all Washington uh, wrestling, pro wrestling, where they're enemies on screen, enemies in the press, but in the background, they're all friends hugging, all with the same agenda, and that's to look out uh, for themselves. And there are very few who are not like that. That's what I was saying earlier. I mean, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Virtually the entire established order is corrupt because people learned long ago that they could vote for themselves, literally and figuratively, and they could take money from the public treasury and claim that they were working for the people. It's one big corrupt thing. And, I, you know, it's like this guy. I don't necessarily like him either. I don't really know much about him, but North Carolina Republican Representative Madison Cawthorn, you heard what he said when he got to Washington, right? What he was invited to? Yeah, he spilled the beans on the um, old Cat Williams uh, Hollywood parties, uh, yes. orgies, drug use. Um, just straight debauchery, which the same uh, eyewitness test- testimony has also confirmed at the Vatican. Also, the same type of parties going on. Um, it's just, it's 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 crazy. It's I, crazy. I read some of those. I a, a police report one time about the Vatican that there was an there was a party or something taking place within the the, the walls or the jurisdiction of the Vatican. And the Italian police went there for noise and for other reasons, and uh, they they opened the door, and there were literally just piles of uh, cocaine and drugs and little kids. I mean, that's that's the conditional state of uh, of the way in which the world is run. It's mostly blackmail, but it's people that get into power, and they they don't care about people. They don't care about representing the people. And the ironic thing is, you have citizens who will say, "Well, that's because." That, that means, that implies that uh, representative government doesn't work, so we need a dictatorship, which I find to be, you want a dictatorship? What is wrong with people? But this Madison yeah. Cawthorn guy said, he, this is a quote, he said, some of the people leading uh, on the movement to try and remove addiction in our country, and then you watch them do a key bump of cocaine right in front of you, and which, which is, yeah, you could, you, I, I'd suspect that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. It's like the war on drugs. When we're bringing the drugs actually into the country, verified by multiple people, including Freeway Rick Ross. Yeah, who we've had uh, on the show three, uh, three times or so. Yes, are these agencies uh, uh, getting these drugs across the border for profit? Yeah, thank George Bush so Sr. Like and Ronald rappers, Reagan. When the old, school rap, the old school rappers, you know, used to say, you know, the government is pumping crack cocaine on the streets, they weren't lying. They, they were cor- They were correct. They had to get in there some way, right? And it was the government. No, that's a hundred percent factual. When we had uh, Freeway Rick Ross on, we all—I think we also talked to him about the uh, about the Hollywood, for some reason, obsession with putting black men, whether it's Martin Lawrence or it's Tyler Perry or anybody, putting black men into dresses to degrade them. It's all part of the same system uh, developed under Ronald Reagan and George Bush Senior, the so-called war on drugs and what was done with hip hop music to the break up and divide black communities. And I mean, a lot of hip hop music is basically Samboism. It's convincing black people to conform to social cultural stereotypes uh, so that they adhere to the dictates of the, of the white uh, class, which is, has, yeah. has been the ruling uh, democratic party since prior to the civil war. Go ahead. 
yeah, in my opinion, has, has gotten to the bottom point for hip-hop. Because I remember in the 90s, hip-hop, there was factions breaking off of, you know, conscious, jazzy hip-hop, you know, political hip-hop, and then you had your gangster hip-hop, where all that kind of, like, went away into one morphing of, like, uh, these um, booty rappers, you know, that's the, the, what the state of hip hop is Some today where, yes, where you, it's all sounds the same, you know? Uh, and it's just, it's, it's horrible. You talk but about, that's talk about systemic racism promoted by uh, mostly liberal people who, Oh, they, they want to hear the, the, the hip hop of the black folks. You know, they, they want to hear what the black folks have to say. Yeah. Meanwhile, the FBI and the federal government targeted uh, easy E and, uh, NWA and other rap groups who dared to speak truth to power in the establishment. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh yeah. They were, they went after, uh, an old group called public enemy when they, yeah, that's right. Stated in a couple lyrics, uh, kind of anti Jewish lyrics and it immediately then dropped the hammer on them. Um, they had to actually fire their, uh, their, one of their band members, but they ultimately brought him back. They kind of caved under pressure, but they brought him back um, that's Professor Griff. Uh, so yeah, it's um, it's 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 crazy. It's a total clown world. I should but, I should get him on the show. I know somebody who knows Professor Griff. I should try. To yeah, see you if I should. I show. think it would be a, a very interesting discussion. He's been around a long time. Uh, he has been tar- targeted uh, from what I read on him. His house actually was burnt down. Um, a lot of different things. He knows kind of the inside of the hip hop community. He talked a lot about uh, these gay parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, that rappers that you wouldn't suspect are homosexual or, or gay, um, and then try to get other straight guys to to, to get into this kind of cl- uh, this kind of industry uh, where it's kind of based around again these gay parties in the hip hop industry where you think some of these guys from back in the day were so you know masculine but they were doing weird things to get on top of the industry. And I say yeah, they were do- they were getting <laughs> they were getting underneath to get on top. <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's just like the Geraldo thing. Everything that you, everything that you see, be careful of, and everything that you hear, be careful of, because of course, anything on the main street. Because just going back to Geraldo, that scumbag. I remember, like in the nineties, <laughs> he was uh, covering. He had a two-hour on primetime special. Uh, I remember watching this as like a twelve-year-old because I was super stoked. It was called uh, "What's in Al Capone's Vault." So he spent. Two hours. This is prime time. It came on like eight o'clock, and he. Uh, it was all like, "What's in?" The, so we got we all this. He went to find it, you know. And then they 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 opened it all securely, and uh, you know. And then they finally opened it up after taking all these pauses and breaks, and they opened it up, and there was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing in there. <laughs> I'm too young to there remember that. Papers. There were some papers. And, like, and I was like, I was a 12-year-old kid staying up until 10 o'clock from 8 to 10 to watch this. And I was like, nothing. I was like, what a gem. Well, that, that's, just a, that's just a symbol of what, 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 what most media is today. It's just that you open it and it's nothing burger. There's nothing. Whether it's the Soviet show trial on January 6th or it's the Russian collusion or, I mean, any of the stories, whether they're Democrat or Republican pushed, it's, you open it and there's nothing there. I mean, the, yeah, <laughs> no, just to go on uh, uh, with this guy too, because I'm on a Geraldo kick right now. He actually had uh, 
Satanist on his uh, couple of programs when he had his Geraldo show about uh, these groups, satanic cults and uh, children trafficking. But if you go back and watch those, because I, I don't remember too much as a kid, but I watched a couple of reruns of, of them. Um, he, he almost treats it as like a joke. And this is back in like the 90s, you know, where it's like, oh, he's had these people on, but he questions them and kind of smiles and smirks like it's like a, a joke. You know, so it's it's very bizarre. These people. I had to look. I had to look him up again to remember what he looked like, and I, he is what I remember. But it says that he's American journalist. Yeah, sure. I got people just use that name now. In fact, somebody messaged me and they said, "Don't you understand what Antifa is, sir? It's they say they're anti-fascist. Do you not understand what anti means? It means you're opposed to, and fascism is a bad thing, and so they're opposed to it. Don't you understand that? And I said, "Don't don't you understand that." You're swayed by words that anti-fascist was a term used by paramilitary communist units in the 1930s in Germany to oppress the nationalist movement in Germany after the Versailles Treaty and after the 1920s Weimar Republic destroyed the German economy and society. It's just like, well, they said they're anti-fascist. They say they're a journalist. So Jesus Christ. (laughs) Trust science. Yeah. The most anti-scientific statement ever, ever uttered. Trust. Trust the FDA and trust what the, what's allowed in your food. Oh, yeah. By the way, by the way, I wanted to read you these lyrics. I, I grew up with a lot of hip-hop music. I grew up with, like, DMX, who recently died. There's a song called Where the Hood At. and uh, Where his mother said that's confirmed that he did get vaccinated, by the way. So Yes, I heard that. And that's, I mean, that's no surprise that he died. Um, and Justin Bieber has, uh, has a condition that's listed as one of the side effects in the Pfizer document dumped by the uh, FDA through federal uh, uh, courts ordering uh, them to do that. So yeah, I've got, I've got this song here, and I remember I remember listening to this as a kid, Mike. I'm not going to play it. Don't panic for the people that hate rap music. But I, I have this lyric. When I was a kid, I had this album. Uh, my aunt got me like all these rap albums. Some of them, you know, questionable even to this day. Like I had Chicken and Beer by Ludacris. I had the Blue Carpet Treatment by Snoop Dogg. I didn't know what anything that meant. I didn't know what a you know a, a crip flag was <laughs> but I was, <laughs> crip, yeah crip, you're practicing crip walking yeah yeah exactly i have no clue like i keep a, a blue flag hanging out the left side but only on the left side yeah that's the crip side there ain't no other way to play the game the way I, you know i was that's how I, that's how i grew up so i remember that my, i was listening to this song in the car with my mom and she got she was very christian she got very upset by it dmx utters this line this is going back to what you said about the mansion parties about madison uh, cawthorn and others he says, I don't mess with chumps for those to, uh, to bend to jail. That's the cat with the Kool-Aid on his lips and pumps. I can't deal with brothers that think they broads only know how to be one way. That's the dog. And my mom got so offended by that. She thought it was promoting homosexuality when, in fact, DMX was saying that the industry is filled with homosexuality. Back to what you said a second ago. And that's how they, whether it's homosexuality that's forced for blackmail or it's legitimate homosexuality, it's using that, using the drugs, using the children as blackmail so that you get pictures of former presidents like, I don't know, uh, George Bush or Bill Clinton in your Caribbean compound, which was used as a blackmailing operation for intelligence agencies. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, isn't, is, and isn't it interesting that what Cawthorn said, you don't have to like the guy, but what he said about the, the, the orgies and, and whatnot is when he first got to Washington, he said it was just like common. He's like, yeah, they're like, uh, they came up to him they're like, yeah, we're going to go have a sexual get together at our house. You want to come? It's just like a thing, which man, I want to be, I want to be elected to Congress. I, Senator, 
representative something. I'm going to take, I'm going to be undercover, audio, video, and I'm going to get these people asking me to come to the orgies, asking me to do a bump of cocaine. I'm going to get it on audio. I'm going to get it on video, and then I'm going to dump it to every single press outlet. So there can't be any question that what happened is a real honest thing because they're accusing this guy, both Republicans and Democrats, who suddenly are coming together of making the whole thing up. What would this guy have to gain from making something like that up? You know, I don't, I just, I just don't understand it. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, people that do speak about it, their main examples of like the Washington madam, who I believe she went on Alex Jones because they tried to get her on some tax charges. Yes. Um, and then threatened her. She had the black book with all the Washington names in it. And she said, you know, you're going to get me on these tax charges. And, you know, and I'm, I, I've got uh, names in this book. And she went on Alex Jones. I think it was Alex Jones. I'm not, I don't remember hey, her, but she said hey, Mike, Mike, can not, you, hold on one second. We have to take yeah. a break. Can you come back and do like a few more minutes with us? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Mike D with us. We're going to come back, get into that uh, DC Madam story right here on the broadcast. Stay with us. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. This is Linda Godfrey, author of Monsters Among Us, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between heaven, hell, and purgatory, it's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Release the Kraken! You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell 
and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the fallout back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Mike D., our co-host, is with us this evening. It's the first time Mike D. has joined us since we switched over to Ground Zero Radio, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. If you haven't subscribed to Aftermath, I'd advise that you do that if you want to get all of Clyde's shows. And if you'd like to subscribe to the Secret Teachings, you can do that separately, visiting our website, clicking the subscribe button at the top of the page, Try to make it easy, so if you just donate $40 through that link on our website, thesecretteachings.info, you get access to all the shows ad-free, the montage archive, the digital books, early access to the show, and a private RSS feed. When you support us, you keep us on air, and when I say support, I mean support in capital letters. You are the only thing that keeps us on air, other than my unrelenting will to do this show five nights a week. And I'm even working when I'm not working. I'm always coming up with ideas and, and, and new topics and new angles and uh, try to put all that research, all that information into either shows or books. You can find my books on the website. If you grab a copy of one of the books too, we make uh, the direct cost of that. If you buy it on the website, the instructions are there. Lots of reviews from other radio hosts and authors, etc. cetera. Uh, some passed away now like Kev Baker, the Kev Baker show or uh, our longtime friend, uh, Jim Mars, before he passed away. www.thesecretteachings.info Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Mike D is our guest this evening. We've been talking about art as an expression of the soul. It's the kind of thing that uh, when you see dark art, it sort of indicates um, perhaps there's some trauma involved. We looked at George Bush Jr. painting himself nude in the shower in the bathtub, sending his pictures to his sister to ask for advice on them, which I thought was weird back in 2013. We saw Jeffrey Epstein at his compound, which was used for blackmail by intelligence agencies. He had a painting of George Bush uh, Jr. with a little paper airplane and twin towers, and then Bill Clinton with a blue dress and red heels, kind of like you know Dorothy, which is Bush's sister, Dorothy. Which you know, if you read Kathy O'Brien's Transformation of America, you know Bush's sister might have been named Dorothy for a specific reason. The mind. Uh, programming themes of The Wizard of Oz, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, uh, a lot of Disney films, uh, Alice in Wonderland, Down and down and Through the Rabbit Hole, Through the Looking Glass, etc. And then you have others like uh, Kim Noble, her paintings, a woman claiming to have been the victim of ritual abuse where she's got pictures of kids in cages being ejaculated on. It's just the reality of the situation, folks. And uh, innocence, of course, being symbolized as being caged and abused. And also herself having uh, the flower destroyed, which is uh, rape and the abuse of the female, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now we're learning President Joe Biden's daughter, Ashley, who wrote in her diary that her dad may have abused her when they took inappropriate showers together. We're learning that um, this diary is real, 
but nobody wants to admit it in the same way that nobody wants to admit Hunter Biden's laptop is real. So people exaggerate about the diary, exaggerate about the laptop, or they outright deny it. And it's all based on this nonsensical left-right paradigm political divide. And, you know, as Mike D., as you pointed out earlier, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was left for free pickings, just like uh, Ashley's diary was left. It's almost like they wanted those things to be found, and they wanted somebody to investigate it. They wanted uh, the public to know what was going on. And it, I, I imagine that, you know, what's fully in that laptop, that hard drive, and, you know, what is implied in that diary are very similar things to what the D.C. madam had running that prostitution ring in Washington all those years ago and then uh, ended up, well, quote-unquote, killing herself after she uh, reported on what she had. You were telling us about that before the break, if you'd like to pick up where you left off. Oh, yeah. So she went on Alex Jones and said that she's just straight up, I'm not suicidal, I'm not going to kill myself, stated that implicitly, and then uh, a couple of days later, she was found hung. I think she was staying at her parents' place. Uh, um, there's another little residence that she was staying at her parents' place, and they found her on the tree hung. It's just like, come on. I mean, <laughs> and then um, I, I can't believe still Heidi Fleiss is alive. Um, maybe she was paid off. Uh, certainly she has names. Um, there's allegations that she has uh, Chuck Schumer's and. Uh, one of her books as a client, but uh, that's uh, don't know anything for sure about that. But it's just funny. You have these suicides. I don't know who, I mean, you know, are the police paid off too? Are they really that incompetent to uh, these murder scenes where, you know, a banker is found with 18 nails in his head through a nail gun and they said that's suicide. You know, oh, you know you're gonna I remember that. In the, yeah. in, a, in, in, the, in the head with a nail gun. You know, after the second one, uh, you know, you're going to what pass out or you're going to scream or you're going to keep shooting yourself and have 30 nail guns. in your. <laughs> we talked about that on the show. I remember that we I remember asking that question, like, at what point did he get into the process of putting nails into his head that he thought I might as well keep going? You know, <laughs> it's not killing me, so I'm just going to keep put, shooting myself with nails. <laughs> or you have Kurt Cobain who had three times the lethal three. T- that's three X the lethal amount of heroin in your system, but he was okay to line up a shotgun and pull the trigger on a shotgun by himself <laughs> and blow it off with three times the amount of heroin that would kill a person. We're supposed after coming home after coming home clean from rehab with nothing in the system. We're supposed to believe that's that's the case though. And so let me let me take that story of the DC madam and go back to the the, the Ashley diary or the Biden laptop. You know, the, the D.C. Madam story is a story that I don't know many people personally who are aware of it, but it's very well documented. It's very well confirmed. And nowadays there's this tactic to just simply you, you first and foremost, you either don't comment or you outright reject the story, which is what the media did with the laptop of Hunter Biden. Then they accepted it, but it was kind of hush, hush and quiet. And now nobody's interested. So we move on to the next thing. And here comes the diary. I mean, here's the here's the question I have. If the laptop and if the diary that suggest everything from treason to uh, ritual sexual abuse of, of his kids, if these things are not real, which they clearly are, why would the FBI and the Department of Justice be handling these investigations as if they were real? 
if if these were just fake stories made up, then why not just claim they're fake stories and not have a full investigation and then hide the evidence? I don't understand if it's made up why there's a full-scale federal investigation with, furthermore, federal agents basically being told to stand down and not do any further investigation on a fake story. That doesn't make any sense. Right. It doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, it doesn't make any sense for cops to stand outside uh, when a shooter is active in the school and just sit around and, and, and just stand there, do nothing. <laughs> no, or the, the, the New Mexico couple that were training kids to be school shooters. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, does it? I mean, I, I guess the real question is this. Because we're so consumed by this left-right paradigm, I stated something on Twitter, which I've, I've also been, I've been uh, banned for the first time from Twitter for 24 hours a couple days ago. I, uh, some, 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 some uh, liberal UFO nut, Greg Black, threatened me because I claimed that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez claimed, and I gave him the quote from the newspaper, that there were more than three houses of Congress and that there were, um, I believe, the Senate and the House of Representatives were two different branches of government. She's a moron. So he reported me for saying that, and then he threatened to kill me and dump my body in a lake, but Twitter suspended me and not him because I shared a quote about Cortez being an idiot. That's what happens on social media. So <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know, you can it's, comment it's, on okay. it. Again, it's kind of what you said, you know, it's like, they're, they're, the way they handle things is not objectively and through fact. It's through screaming and saying, uh, you're wrong. And then you ask them, well, why, why am I wrong? And they can't tell you why they're wrong. Uh, and at that point, then we either try to fight, physically fight you, or just walk away and not comment. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's like, that's a, the, it's like, it's like, they're, the it's like, they're chi- it's, yeah, it's like they're children, like bred children, adult children. It's very bizarre. And then you've got this whole subsegment where, okay, you probably stated that. So this guy probably thinks that just because you stated that, that, oh, he oh did. are you a Donald, are you a Donald Trump supporter? Are you a Republican conservative? Like that has to do with anything of, uh, you know, your retort. It's that, it's that, that's all they can pull. Are you a Trump supporter? I, t- I told somebody today, and it's a serious, uh, serious statement. I-, I didn't vote in that election, but I, of anybody, I supported Tulsi Gabbard, who's a darker-skinned Democratic woman. But that doesn't matter. We're not allowed to listen to her talk because she's more of a libertarian, right? I, I supported her more than Donald Trump during the election. That doesn't matter, though. You're right because you. Actually, somebody told me the other day. They said because you believe. Um, well, let, let me try to let me try to backtrack and explain this. I had said to somebody first and foremost that what what was happening on January sixth was at best or worst hysteria. It was a mob hysteria that was coaxed and coerced, but they weren't violent in the sense that they brought guns to overthrow the government, which is the the actual definition of the word insurrection. I said they're only using that word so they can prevent Donald Trump from running for president again. Which I told the guy, I said I, I really hope he doesn't. I'm tired of listening to people like you scream about something you don't understand. So I tell the person this and their response is, you, you just must support President Trump. And I said, didn't you just understand? Didn't you see what I said? I said, I don't support President Trump because I, I really sincerely don't on a lot of things. I actually supported Tulsi Gabbard. And um, the reality is that's not an insurrection. You can call it whatever you want. I'm not even defending it. It's just not an insurrection. I said, besides, what about when CNN reported that 
Antifa burning down cities was a mostly peaceful protest. He said, that's what Donald Trump said. You are a Trump supporter. And they, they literally can't separate the two things from each other. No, it's, it's very bizarre. I, I, I don't know. Which, 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 you know what that means, Mike? Anybody who watched Shark Week, they're also a Trump supporter. Because Trump likes Shark Week, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, I, I don't understand the mindset of that. I, I just don't, you know. It's arrested development. Um, yeah, I've done, I've done the online, you know, testing, just a joke. But anyway, I, I come up, of course, as a libertarian, which I know I am in the first place. So you're saying you're a but, Trump supporter. <laughs> Yeah, again, um, if I had the vote, though, between Biden or Trump, again, it's, it's what's thrown at us, right? So it's a lesser of two evils, right? Again, so what do you do when uh, they control both sides is what these people fail to realize is that it's all a big game and both sides are controlled. So until we get to the bottom of who is actually pulling the strings, which kind of we know, but the masses are still asleep and, uh, you know, this world is headed down a uh, poop shoot. Well, you know what I'm telling people now? People have been telling me that gas prices are only high because people weren't driving during the pandemic. And now that they are again, now that they're going up because of that. Uh, so the argument about Putin has waned. And now uh, this argument of uh, the pandemic is waxing again. And now that we have a suspension of gas taxes, uh, which is like a couple cents a gallon, people have been telling me uh, that Joe Biden is responsible for lowering the gas. And the, the same people that are telling me he's now responsible for lowering the gas that he's also responsible for raising told me that the president doesn't control gas prices, but now they're praising Joe Biden for lowering gas prices. I thought he didn't control the gas prices. It's so freaking confusing, Mike. <laughs> I don't know how to handle it. Yeah. It's so weird too. When they, when he pulled up on the bike and fell over, they had these like <laughs> these, these liberals screaming happy father's day for a pe for a, a pedophile that abused his children. I know that's not funny, but they're well, they're wishing him a happy Father's Day. Uh, of in my opinion, uh, and what I've researched, uh, a pedophile. Just from the watching him in the C-SPAN videos when he was vice president of him groping children, in which uh, one of the girls, where on video he reaches down and gropes her on the breast. She looks like she's about eleven. Uh, showed up on it was either Twitter or TikTok and confirmed that he he did touch her. He actually pinched, quote unquote, pinched her nipple. This is what the girl said, who was the girl on C-SPAN that got groped. And then uh, two minutes later, deleted the tweet. But of course, um, it's uh, you can never delete your tweets. And uh, and was deleted and she hasn't commented on it since. But there you go. Well, see, they've they've hijacked in the media the word insurrection. They've also hijacked the word pedophile, because if you suggest that, I don't know, touching little kids and showering with your child and abusing them in their own words, in their own diary, the, the FBI and DOJ are investigating it. So it's probably real. If you suggest that that's even kind of like pedophilia, rather than calling you a Trump supporter, they call you a QAnon supporter or someone who believes in Pizzagate, which I, from the beginning, was staunchly opposed to Pizzagate, saying that it's a way to co-opt these types of questions so that when they come up in the future, which they clearly will, because more and more of this is coming out, everything can just be related back to Pizzagate, which, would, which can then just be washed away because it's been debunked. So they create a false story 
change the narrative, change the definition. And then when the stories of Madison Cawthorn come out, when the stories of Joe Biden and his daughter come out, then it's like, well, that's all Pizzagate. That's all been debunked. Rather than looking at the diary and reading it for yourself, I don't know what to believe, Mike, but I'm not going to dismiss it because it doesn't align with my political color. I'm going to look at it regardless of what my political color is because I want to know what happened, which I did the same with Donald Trump. But then a lot of this is also not just a left-right paradigm garbage. It's like most Americans, Mike, do not understand that the president has very limited power. Most of the power is in the legislative branch, and what's not in the legislative branch is in the judicial branch. The president is third in command behind those two branches, unless we're talking about direct military command. Like Congress makes the laws the judicial branch determines the validity of those laws based on the Constitution, the Supreme Court. Most people don't know that. Or I heard a guy, and I'll stop ranting, I'll let you talk. I heard a guy at the market the other day, he said, this is unbelievable. California has two senators and so does Rhode Island. That's not fair. And I'm thinking, but California has a whole bunch more House of Representatives, right? That was the whole argument at the Constitutional Convention was what states would be given what what representation so the big states couldn't dominate the small states. These people are so ignorant of history and just very basic fundamental civics that it's actually, for me as a human being and as an American, it's embarrassing. It's as embarrassing as the president falling off his bike and uh, yelling at Corn Pop in the parking lot. Yeah, again, I don't know where the rationale comes from. It's just so... Is it something they were taught in school, or is I I, I don't I don't get it. It's it's or, a cult, Mike. It's a cult, uh, yeah. It's a you know the old pussy hat cult. Yeah, well, you know, remember that one time I was uh, I told you I was wearing a, uh, a Hillary Clinton for prison shirt, and I right, and I think I was in Boise, and I was walking down. I think it was right by where I was living. I was walking down the road where the uh, BSU University is, Boise State University, the blue football field. And this woman comes up to me and I think she thought it said Hillary Clinton for president, which is kind of the whole gag. And I said, um, no, actually, it's uh, for prison. And she said immediately, well, you know, George Bush did bad things, too. And I said, well, if I had a printer, I'd put George Bush for prison on the back of it. And then she didn't know what to say. It's like if you don't fit into one of the one of the paradigms, one of the boxes, people literally don't know how to argue. They like they have talking points that are programmed into them through media and through family. But as soon as you get outside of those talking points and that rhetoric and all the emotional things, the name calling and the and the, and the screaming and, and whatnot, they don't know. They literally don't know how to respond, both Republicans, Democrats or anybody else for that matter. There's very few that seem to be able to think clearly on their own without outside influence directly dictating what they believe and what they should say. It's amazing, Mike. Terrifying, yeah, actually. True. Again, yeah, you're right. It's this cult of, you know, I see these people and these, like, these millennials and these Gen Zs and these NASA uh, T-shirts. They're all wearing, like, NASA T-shirts. Um, you know. That's pronounced, uh, that's pronounced Nazi. Nazi. It's like, yeah, the whole, I wonder if they know who actually started NASA, you know, and where that person came from and what, what party that person was affiliated with. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, or Planned Parenthood, so, for that matter, a eugenicist, Margaret yeah. Sanger. Yeah, uh, and just getting to, to get back to on topic of um, you know the abuse and these these weird paintings and drawings. I don't know if I, you could check your phone. I just sent you one of Michael Jackson's uh, drawings. I see. Um, it. It's weird. Yeah. So 
just to describe the people, you can go on YouTube and other places and just type in Michael Jackson's painting. Um, he's got a lot of Disney stuff. He draws a lot of Disney stuff. He's got one where it's just, please help the children. He draws a lot of children. He's got some other stuff where his mind is split. He's uh, breaking. This one I sent Ryan was, I called The Girl Is Mine. So we've got Paul McCartney and uh, on one side of this girl and him on the other. And they're pulling this emaciated girl with uh, like her ribs showing very, just very bizarre. And it looks like she's like screaming. Her head is back with her mouth open. You know what? I think <laughs> I think I figured it out because I see that picture and it's it has like a cartoony Disney like feel to it. I think I figured it out, Mike, and, and, and we might have talked about this in the past, so forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but if you read Transformation of America by Kathy O'Brien, she says that uh, in these circles of uh, entertainers and politicians, etc., they use Disney, they use The Wizard of Oz, and they use Alice in Wonderland as programming themes, right? You know, George Bush's sister's Dorothy, that's who he sent the, the naked paintings to. Bill Clinton's in Red Heels in a painting at Jeffrey Epstein's compound where they did the blackmailing where, like Kathy O'Brien, they would bring young girls there to, to be abused as part of the operation. So what is Disney? What is The Wizard of Oz? What is Alice in Wonderland, which is another programming theme, according to Kathy O'Brien? Alice in Wonderland takes you to an upside-down world. The Wizard of Oz takes you to an upside-down world. And Disney fills your head with all these fascinating uh, stories of um, princesses and princes and monsters and things like that. It all takes you to a fantasy world. So in this fantasy world, nothing is real. Nothing is, is of substance. Everything is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a story. It's made up. It's fiction. And I think that's why, going back to what you said and what I was talking about earlier, that's why a lot of people really cannot debate and they really cannot do anything except yell and scream. And they live such contradictory uh, lives uh, based on their ideologies or lack thereof. Because they're literally living in this fantasy world. They're living in a Disney, Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland themed uh, uh, lifestyle mentally. And that's what's been programmed into them quite literally and figuratively. So they don't know what's going on. And that's the very root of how this system of abuse works. You abuse the young. You condition them to accept the abuse and even defend the abuse just like Ashley Biden is now doing with her dad. Despite that being her diary, she's now defending her dad, and there's all these puff pieces about how she's she's supporting him. Even I read one this morning. Even the Secret Service couldn't, couldn't stop the reporters from uh, reaching Joe Biden, but Ashley Biden stepped up and said, that's my dad. You can't get near him. It's all a big game. I think that's the reason why. It's the, the fantasy programming. For sure. Uh, that definitely sounds very plausible to me about that separation between what's real and what's not. Well, actually, there is no separation. So they are just so mind trauma that uh, they don't know what to believe, if they were actually abused or not. But maybe subconsciously, uh, through the uh, artwork and the music, the truth actually comes out. It's kind of like reverse speech. Yes, yes. Well, what, what would that mean then? What would that mean? That would mean, it, let's say the diary's not real. The laptop's not real, which it, it's confirmed that it's real. The Hunter Biden laptop. Let's say these two things are, are not real. Why is the FBI and the DOJ so hell-bent on both investigating and botching the investigation of two things that are just totally made up and not real? And if they, they are real, which they, they both seem to be, why does 
just like a handful of people, even conservatives that are politically opposed to these people, nobody wants to talk about it. I, I think part of that's because of the Pizzagate uh, psych- psychological operation. But it's like nobody wants to confront the reality that whether you're George Bush or you're Joe Biden or whoever, whether you're Democrat or Republican, uh, like Madison Cawthorn said, you, you're opposed to drugs, but you're doing bumps of cocaine. You know, you're for family values, but everybody's, you know, there at some orgy with prostitutes like Eyes Wide Shut. The whole system is corrupt, just like the D.C. Madam said. It's whether it's the left or right. It doesn't matter. Both sides are very foul. Right. Exactly. And they, 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 you know, people get bought and sold on this, you know, red blue, just like, you know, Fox is blue, CNN and all these other left wing media. They, they use the color red like the boxers, red, blue gloves. It's just a, a face off mind programming for people. Grips to take one side or the other. Exactly, to take one side or the other. I keep a blue flag hanging out the left side, only on the left side. Yeah, that's the dim side. New Snoop Dogg lyrics. <laughs> so, you're, so you're programmed. Oh, absolutely, I am programmed. Of course, I listen to Chicken and Beer, Blue Carpet Treatment, Lil John and the East Side Boys, Ying Yang Twins. That's some real, uh, real great music to teach the black kids so they learn Samboism and put their pants around their ankles and work for the war on drugs. I'm just yeah, they, basically, they basically learn that, you know, your life um, is in, in the eyes of, of, of the world is, 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 is worthless. And so for you to become anything in life, you either have to become an entertainer or a sports star and that's it. Or a Democrat. So that's your wrong. That's your wrong in life. Yes. Or a Democrat politician. <laughs> vote blue no matter who uh, I'm actually working on a show where I'm going to go into the history of that uh, but we've only got about a minute and a half left in this segment unless you really want to stay longer I doubt that you can Mike D thank you for joining us thank you for discussing this all with us uh, about 45 seconds if you have any final comments uh, no good show any hate mail send directly to Ryan please yes rdgable at yahoo.com all the hate mail I will take for Mike D <laughs> We should set up. We should set up a new mailbox. I hate Mike D at hotmail.com. <laughs> All right, brother. You have a good night. I'll talk to you later. All right, I love you, Mike. Have a good night. Stay safe. All right, bye. All right, there goes Mike D. He's been with us for so long in this show, ten years. He, he was there at the college radio station when we got kicked out. We actually got banned from the station because uh, the GM didn't like that we would dare to. Well, we addressed uh, some strange things about the Obama administration and the Bush administration. Everybody loved when we talked about Bush. Nobody could stand when we talked about Obama. And I learned about the left-right paradigm in those days 10 years ago. Still a very young guy. I'm still learning. I don't know what I'm going to learn uh, tonight or tomorrow or the next day or next week. I don't know what you're going to learn. Maybe you didn't learn anything. Hopefully you're enjoying the conversation. There's more after this. Rub-a-dub-dub. President's in the tub. More on the secret teachings when we come back from break. listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. It's The Secret Teachings, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis. 
airing exclusively five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS app store. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Mike D., our co-host, is gone for this final segment. I hope that you enjoyed the broadcast so far. This final segment, I'm going to try to recap and bring everything together. We also have um, a lot of great shows planned for next week as well. We're doing a lot of planning over the weekend. Going to go up to Phoenix on Monday, hopefully. I believe uh, Kathy O'Brien is still speaking at an event. It's a very right-wing event. Not a big fan of right-wing events any more than left-wing events. So I'm probably not going to get along with uh, everybody. They're actually, I think they're, they either are screening or they're supporters of that What's in the Water documentary, this little event I'm going to in Phoenix. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can't believe people are still promoting that. <laughs> the snake venom in the water, but that's... That's the radicalism of the right, just like the radicalism of the left. And it's, un- it's unbelievable that we can't separate the two, that we can't acknowledge still the left-right paradigm. 
I mean, even in in uh, days long before the 21st century, even the 20th century, at least political rivals, although they might have bickered and argued and fought and, you know, niceties might not have been as cordial as we romanticize and imagine, at least there was an ability to debate. Nowadays, it's almost like the ability to debate is as dead as the ability to form an honest opinion without somebody telling you how or what to think. You know, any attempt to address the potentially horrific details of the Hunter Biden laptop or the Ashley Biden diary are staunchly dismissed without even a a question of maybe they're real. And people ask me, well, why don't you talk about Trump? I have talked about Trump. I, I, Trump's not the president right now. I mean, when Trump was the president and we talked about political things on this show, again, I'm not of a political view. Maybe constitutional uh, list is perhaps the best way to describe myself. Uh, the rule of law, equal protection under the law, the original things that the founders intended, uh, you know, in a day and age where slavery was a common thing and they decided to create a system that would abolish such a system. That's the real true magic and miracle of the founding of the United States. Not that we had slaves. That was the conditional state of existence for most people around the world, but that we decided to end the institution. And we actually fought a civil war over it as well. But, you know, regardless of that, a little bit of history. When you talk about um, someone like, uh, you know, a political figure, you always get the the supporters and the, the, and the opponents that can, like, s- people seriously cannot distinguish you know, fact from fiction, where just like um, the story of Jeffrey Epstein, I always wondered, and I figured it out pretty quickly, my first question when I learned about Jeffrey Epstein a long, long time ago, long before he didn't kill himself, and I would ask the question, why does nobody want to talk about this? Like, even Republican, right-wing crazy people don't want to talk about it for the most part. That changed a little bit later, but Why does anybody want to talk about this? Trump supporters didn't want to talk about it. Clinton supporters didn't want to talk about it. Why? And then I realized pretty quickly, because both political parties are implicated in the blackmail intelligence operation that was being run by Epstein and his likely most sought intelligence partner, Ghislaine Maxwell, who, by the way, has had her sentence reduced by a judge. No mention of that in the media. The red and blue colors of what we consider to be our political views that that basically define who we are now are drowning in the same kind of blackmail. And this results in programmed drones like much of the public obsessed with fantasy to the point where life becomes indistinguishable from fiction. That's, I believe, what is really happening. Life is becoming indistinguishable from fiction or fiction is becoming indistinguishable from life and these are the themes present even just in a minor symbolic way in disney films present in the wizard of oz whisked off to some land far away where you're you know you're not in kansas anymore and alice in wonderland through the looking glass the upside down world I mean, these are themes that were talked about by Kathy O'Brien in Transformation of America 
Maybe you know the story. Maybe you don't believe the story. That's fine. But I think that the story that she told still makes a lot of sense. I really feel that it is the programming of things like Disney and things like The Wizard of Oz. And I'm not saying Wizard of Oz is a bad movie, okay? It's it's one of the most classic Hollywood movies ever. I went to film school. I love The Wizard of Oz. You know, it's not my favorite movie, but I love it as a, as a piece of um, historical artwork, as a piece of cinema history. But the, the idea of the Wizard of Oz being whisked off to this other land, turned around the witches, the Emerald City, uh, you know, all that, just like Alice in Wonderland, coming from the same place. I mean, it's almost like, um, you know, Dorothy hits her head and or taking, you know, hallucinogenics like... Uh, like in Alice in Wonderland, and maybe the tea's poisoned, maybe the, you know, whatever the that worm thing is smoking, you know, the hookah, whatever it is. These, these, these concepts and these ideas put one into an altered state, and this is precisely the method by which various forms of abuse are carried out. I mean, the same kind of delusion, it does not have to be institutionalized by Democrats or Republicans, the same form of delusion is held by parents, men and women, gay and straight, left and right, fat and skinny, tall and short, who literally brain-dead their child or literally keep their child in a condition of illness with drugs or malnutrition so that they can provide parental care in what psychologists call Munchauser by proxy. It's the idea of creating a state of arrested development so that the child and adults can be victim to arrested development as well. What does it imply? Development that has been arrested and halted. This is done literally with the hormone therapy and the puberty blockers for young children that are being given out in the name of gender equality and transgender rights without consent of the parents, sometimes uh, you know, without uh, consent of, of the child. In fact, always without consent of the child as the children are being coerced and groomed into accepting this. It stunts your development. And that's why I think, is my, in my opinion, I think that's why you see, like, I, I don't know about you, but I see, I see grown adults walking around and they're not like, they're not like mentally retarded. Uh, they're not, uh, they're not suffering from some kind of like birth defect. Just adults walking around with like, uh, just like children's toys. Like I saw, I saw a woman at the store. She had, she had to have been at least two fifty, and uh, no decency. Just skin rolls hanging out all over the place ripped clothing, not homeless, just drove a decent, a nice car. I saw her get out of the car and she's walking around with a, with a, with a doll from a Disney movie. But, but then it's like, it's not like she's retarded. She drove to the store. She just has a doll. She walks around with, I mean, it, I, I bought, when I went to Rachel Nevada, I bought a little plush alien and he, he hangs out with me. You know, I got a little plush alien. I've got alien statues, uh, Braxton monster statues, statues of gods and goddesses because I like history and I like these things. I don't carry it when I go out in public because I'm an adult who has not had my development stunted. In the same way that when you look at, like, um, I believe uh, it's, it's Prince Charles uh, has this giant teddy bear collection that he brings everywhere with him. It's like if you want to you know, have, a, have a doll, that's, 
That's one thing. Uh, but, you know, Prince Charles has like a, 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 I don't know, it's like almost like 75 teddy bears that he has to bring with him everywhere. Like, is, is Prince Charles even in his right mind? Is is George Bush Jr. in his right mind? Is Joe Biden in his right mind? It's not just Democrats, folks. It's not just Republicans. It's not just royal people. It's it's like all of society. It's like you feel like the Joker. Have you have you even you know experienced what it's like out there, Murray? Everybody just yells and screams at each other. Nobody's civil anymore. I mean, look look at the story of the Ashley Biden diary. And I'm going to spare you the, the theatrics of, oh, my God, it was illegal to, uh, to obtain it in uh, the, you know, Project Veritas and the national file and just this political bickering and all this garbage. Where they, you know, the, 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 the People magazine article I read was like, well, Project Veritas has been accused of misappropriating evidence. Well, what does that mean? Well, they don't explain it. They've been accused of doing it. Well, you can accuse anybody of anything. Have they been convicted of doing it? Have you find proof of them doing it? You know, it's if someone on videos from Project Veritas just directly says something, sometimes there doesn't need to be context. There's enough context in the video for it to be very clear. We're communists here at Twitter. Yes, here at CNN, we we disproportionately show news that affects Donald Trump. Yes, we we, we tamper with elections. It's like, but regardless of that, Regardless of Project Veritas or the National File, is I don't really follow or support either one of them. I just that's that's where the the anger is being pushed. What did Project Veritas do? What did the National File do? It's like how about we talk about what the diary says? How about instead of twenty four hours of Amber Heard pooping in the bed, how about we talk about Ghislaine Maxwell? How about instead of Donald Trump is responsible for Nancy Pelosi's husband's drunk driving, which is we're pretty close to that point, if not having already surpassed it. Instead of um, Putin responsible for gas prices, instead of presidents don't make gas prices, they, they don't affect the gas prices, they tell me. And then the same people tell me, well, didn't you see Joe Biden's a good guy? He, he's, they spend the gas tax. So I guess presidents do have some authority on on the cost of gas. Instead of any of that thing, any of that stuff, any of that nonsense, any of that thing, how about Ashley Biden's diary? If it is real, just like the Hunter Biden laptop we were told was not real, it was a Russian hoax, turns out it is real. How about Ashley Biden's diary, where she asked the question, have I been abused, and responds with the statement, I think so. If you get real close and you look at this thing, it's a young girl which, yeah, most kids, you know, they might shower with their parents, mom or dad, if they're in a hurry. But I've never met anybody who thought that showering with their parents was tantamount to abuse to the point where they wrote it in their diary and then in a third, in, in a, in a third person ask themselves, have I been abused? Yes, you have been abused. Almost like a split personality. I mean, this girl... I don't know what a, a woman's diary, you know, is like, but this woman is talking about uh, uh, doing things to her. This is a, like doing things to her, quote, vagina due to overhearing parents having sex. That's a quote from the diary. Um, at a young age, quote, showers with my dad. And then in parentheses, probably not appropriate. Um, this is this is bizarre especially the statement where she says being turned on when I 
wasn't supposed to be. I remember the Q-tips. I hated getting my ears clean. This word's kind of hard to read here, but something my vagina due to overhearing parents having sex. I mean, can you imagine if there was a fake story like this about Donald Trump and his kids, Ivanka or Junior? I don't like them or support them, but that doesn't stop people from accusing me of that as if it's some high crime or treason. Yet, Joe Biden's daughter has a diary where she talks about taking inappropriate showers with her dad, being turned on when she shouldn't be. I don't, it's the, same, the second line after the shower or the second line in that paragraph. It's the line right after the shower. Does she mean she's turned on by her dad? And, and the weird thing is, I read a story today about, about Ashley, and it's like Joe Biden's daughter tells press to back off as president takes a beach stroll. It, and it's like, I've never, I've never read anything about the president's daughter, but suddenly, because of the diary, he loves his daughter and she loves her dad. And she loves him enough, she was, she was getting turned on in the shower, apparently. But it's just this fluff piece, like, oh, Joe Biden and Ashley Biden, they have nothing to hide. Joe did nothing wrong. Ashley doesn't really think anything was wrong. So they're working together to show people they care. And look, even Secret Service couldn't keep the press back. Ashley Biden stood up and said, no, no, Mr. and Mrs. Press, you can't see my dad. I, I, I mean, I, I guess the people that believe this garbage and can't separate politics from politics can't understand that the color of the tie doesn't mean anything. They're absorbed in this Disney, Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland programming cult theme where they cannot distinguish between what is reality and what is fiction, what is fantasy. That seems to be reality. But if we go back 10 years, go back 10 years, remember George Bush Jr. published a series of paintings? Well, they weren't really published. They were, quote, leaked. Well, he leaked, somebody leaked a series of paintings from George Bush uh, Jr. And he sent them to his sister Dorothy. Well, Wizard of Oz, right? We're not in Kansas anymore. Not in the real world anymore. We're in Wonderland now. We're in the Upside Down. We're, we're in, a, in a whole other dimension. And he sent them to his sister Dorothy. I don't know their relationship. Maybe... Some families are okay seeing each other nude like some incest uh, thing from uh, Bang Bros or something. I don't know. But for a president of the United States, someone who's supposed to be top of their class in all things, they're supposed to be you know respectable, uh, modest, etc. I mean, that's the idea we have anyway. And they're painting nude pictures of themselves in bathtubs and in showers and then sharing that with their sister to ask, ask their sister... Hey, hey, how, how, how do you like what I'm working on here? Is it, this good? Is that, is that a good picture of me naked? Uh, doesn't, doesn't anybody find that weird? You know, I posted um, a comment about the Ashley Biden diary. I didn't, I didn't even say whether, whether it was necessarily real or not, but I just said, doesn't this kind of feel like the George Bush paintings back in 2013, the story back in 2013 that, that, we, uh, that we read? I said, doesn't that kind of feel the same? I, I don't think many people saw it because I put it on Twitter and 
we just seem to have been throttled back on Twitter, just like Facebook, because we don't, we don't, I mean, if we were fitting into one part of the narrative, that would be okay, but we don't fit into the narrative. So we don't, we're not allowed to, you know, promote ourselves on social media where we have to be censored and blocked. But, you know, I, I just commented on Twitter. I said, doesn't this story of the Biden, the Ashley Biden diary kind of just have this familiar, weird ring to it, like the George Bush paintings. And because I'm, I'm referencing the fact that Joe Biden, according to the diary, is taking inappropriate showers with his daughter, and then she's, quote, being turned on when I wasn't supposed to be. It says that, and then she's doing things to her vagina in the next sentence because she could hear her parents having sex, which comes, which here's the thing, it comes directly after, quote, being turned on and, quote, at a young age, showers with my dad, probably not appropriate, in parentheses. If you say, I took showers with my dad, probably inappropriately, and then the next sentence, you say you were turned on when you weren't supposed to be. And then in the next sentence, you were doing things to your vagina because you could hear your parents having sex. Clearly, the shower with your dad was not innocent. Clearly, there's some form of abuse here. Clearly. I don't think that there's any other way you could break this down, folks. And I thought it was weird because she's taking showers with Joe Biden and here's George Bush sending naked pictures of himself in the shower and in the bathtub to his sister. And I had somebody say back to me angrily, an angry Republican, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. I asked for clarification. They gave me no clarification, of course. I I would imagine it's not the same thing because, you know, Dorothy is Bush's sister where he sent the naked paintings and Ashley is Biden's daughter and Besides, from the conservative point of view, what's the difference? It doesn't matter if George Bush did that because Joe Biden did this. And from the liberal side, it's that's not even real. But it, it, what are you talking about? D- Joe Biden did these kinds of things. He didn't do these things. Look at his daughter. His daughter's defending him on the beach. It's like, I mean, that that action of p- keeping the press back from her dad on the beach uh, today or yesterday, that was equivalent to D-Day. Might as well just call it D-Day because, you know, an insurrection is World War II and climate change is... It's our World War II, says Cortez. I feel that it's, I didn't say it's exactly the same thing. I just said I kind of, it kind of feels like it's the same thing. I mean, you have presidents that are painting nude pictures of themselves and sending them to their sister. I mean, why couldn't he have sent it to Jeb? Why, why couldn't he have sent it to Jeb Bush and be like, hey, hey, Jeb, how do you think I look in the shower? But no, he sends it to his sister of all people. I mean, that's part of that weird incest thing that's so popular on Pornhub and and all these other porn websites, which even even has porn stars asking now, like literally, this is in mainstream news, conservative and liberal news. Porn stars are acting like, why am I being casted as the mother and the sister? And why am I banging my son and my my daughter and my my niece and my nephew? And my why? Why is this all pornography is anymore? Is that what people are asking for? Because that's there isn't a big fetish community for that in the general public. So somebody's financing that to promote that degeneracy, just like during the Weimar years of Germany in the 1920s, where the Institute of Sexual Sciences run by Magnus Hirschfeld performed the same, uh, the same kind of sexual surgeries we have today. He cut a guy's penis off and then the guy came back and said, I'd like my penis back. That's not a joke. He literally did that. That's where the word transvestite comes from. where They dress these guys up like broads and they would perform in drag shows for kids. It's the same thing happening today. And you know who's behind that? The same people that ran that red flag of the anti-fascist Aktion in the 1930s in Germany, the anti-fascist Antifa, who were a paramilitary wing of the Communist Party that was attempting to overthrow the German government, which they failed in the early 1920s. 
The Freikorps, after the First World War, rose up and, and, and defeated them in Berlin. And then 1920s Germany decimated the economy after the Treaty of Versailles, decimated the military. They couldn't have military. Decimated manufacturing, decimated the family, decimated jobs, decimated morality, decimated everything. And then Hitler comes to power in the 30s, and it's fascist to want to build a military. It's fascist to want to put people back to work. That doesn't mean Hitler's a good person, but at least Hitler was painting things like buildings. At least Hitler was painting things like the courtyard of the old residency in Munich in 1914 by watercolor. He wasn't painting pictures of himself nude and then sending them to family members. He wasn't showering with his daughter, who in her diary wrote, probably not appropriate. And then in the next sentence, being turned on when I wasn't supposed to be. And then in the next sentence, getting her ears cleaned and doing something. I can't tell what the word is. I really, I think it says breathing or something, my vagina due to the overhearing parents having sex. And it just goes on. It's just, I mean, at least Hitler painted beautiful things. It doesn't mean he's a good guy, but at least he painted beautiful things. But if George Bush paints himself naked in the shower in the bathtub and nope, and sends it to his sister, nobody's supposed to ask any questions if they're Republicans. And if Joe Biden has a shower with his daughter who gets turned on and then she touches her vagina or whatever she does, nobody's supposed to ask any questions if they're Democrats. This whole left-right paradigm, garbage, nonsense, asinineness needs to stop. And that's not going to, to change anybody's mind who's absorbed by it. But hopefully you as an audience can be hopefully informed and inspired by what we've shared with you tonight. So you can ask the same questions to those staunch red and blue people you know who just cannot deal with reality so they reject it for a fantasy world. They cannot deal with both Republicans and Democrats, Democrats and Republicans involved with Jeffrey Epstein's private island, involved with uh, blackmail, prostitution, like the D.C. madam, sex abuse. What, what did Madison Cawthorn say? Oh, he, the only thing the Democrats and Republicans can agree on is increasing their pay and that Madison Cawthorn was lying when he said he saw people opposed to drugs doing bumps of cocaine and he saw people and was asked by people to go to uh, orgies, family people to go to orgies. I mean, that's what Cat Williams said and then got raided by the federal government. He's going to being asked to go to gay mansion parties in Hollywood, part of the entertainment hip hop communities. Uh, supposedly the reason Tupac was shot as well. It's 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 what, what I mean, it's the Franklin scandal. It's the, the, the 80s uh, finders cult, the FBI, and the, the advanced computer systems they had back in the 80s. That's, that's government, folks. That's not some weird pedophiles. And why do they use this kind of thing? They use it for blackmail. It tra you traumatize people. It's like Munchauser by proxy, Stockholm Syndrome. It's like the paintings of Kim Noble. Put, put the kids in cages and you know, masturbate on them. That's what the paintings show. Oh, that's, that's offensive to my sensibilities. Don't say that. Well, then don't listen. You already aren't listening if you didn't know that and you don't think that it's appropriate to talk about. It is appropriate to talk about, whether it's Kim Noble, Jeffrey Epstein, George Bush Jr., Joe Biden, Ashley Biden, Hunter Biden, or Donald Trump. If you can bash Donald Trump all day, you should be able to, 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 to see, to, to acknowledge, at, at least acknowledge that the diary is a thing. People can't do it, though. Who are you protecting? People don't care about you. Gas is $5 a gallon. Energy costs have gone up by 24, 25 percent. 
even though we have abundance in this country, a lot of things at the grocery store aren't on the shelf. Supply chain issues, you know, increased aggression and, and, and uh, wars around the world, an open border, racial violence and tension promoted by the Democratic Party. And we're supposed to sit here and be like, no, Joe Biden, we got to protect him. Just like Ashley. Oh, don't, you don't talk to my dad. He's a good guy. You don't, don't talk to him while he's on the beach. We have to take a shower next. So please turn the cameras off. I get really turned on and touch my vagina when my dad and I take a shower. It's in her diary, folks. What am I supposed to do? Dismiss it because you must be a Republican if you believe that. I'm tired of that nonsense. I'm tired of that garbage. I can tell you a firsthand account. I helped an individual in Florida. That's all I'll give you. I helped an individual in Florida running for a, a local uh, government political position get elected. It was part of a, it was one of those job search things when I got out of film school and uh, worked with a professional wrestler who was promoting this guy. He was a good, very good guy from all, all the things I knew about him and still to this day. Family guy, uh, children, uh, very, very, uh, very nice, very kind, seemed to be a very, very honest guy. And he didn't have a lot of money to pay me at first, so he, he took me out to eat a few times. He, just, he basically bought me dinner, gave me a gift card, and uh, I lost contact with him over time. But he told me his first couple weeks in office, we're talking about a local government in the state of Florida, local, small, not state, not federal, local, like county, like city government. And this was before I knew any of this stuff. He told me, he said, you, you would not believe it. He said, literally, there's just, there's just prostitutes in and out of the office all day. There's people, they don't, they're not even embarrassed or ashamed. They're just having sex. He didn't say like eyes wide shut, but that's what I'll tell you. It's like, I, he described it like eyes wide shut. They're just having sex on their desks in the middle of the day, you know, next to the mayor's office. And people are doing bumps of cocaine like, like Cat Williams said. He's like, they don't even hide it in Hollywood. They're just like, all right, we're going to do the movie with you. And they just do a big line. That's what it's like at local government. Why would this guy, and this, like, I knew this guy for like a month maybe, and he, he'd never been in office. He got elected, and he tells me this is like his first week in office. There's just people banging prostitutes and doing cocaine. This is local government. This is like mayor city council stuff of a city. Not even the biggest city in Florida. You don't think that's going on in Congress? You don't think that's going on in the White House? Listen, if anybody wants to sponsor me to run for Congress or the Senate, I'm all about it. I'll get a camera. I'll get an audio uh, uh, system. We'll go in there, and I'll get these people on camera, on video, on, on audio, asking me to the orgy parties. I ain't going to go asking me to do a bump of cocaine. I ain't going to do cocaine. All right? I, you, you put me in Congress, I'm probably going to be shot in the head by a Democrat and a Republican at the same time. But ultimately, it's not Democrats or Republicans. It's it's policies. It's what people believe. It's what people do for, you know, with bribes and backdoor dealings and presidents and showers, uh, <laughs> bathtubs, paintings, sending to their sister diaries, president's daughter taking showers with her dad and touching her vagina. And it's in the diary. It's rub-a-dub-dub in the tub. Rub-a-dub-dub in the tub with presidents presidents in, in a tub rub a dub dub presidents in a tub i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings thank you so much for tuning in tonight i hope you enjoyed the show maybe you learned something i hope you learned something email us at rdgable at yahoo.com 
www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. Please subscribe to the archive. Please buy a book. You can only do that on the website. If you have any questions about subscriptions or my books, email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you signed up for one and can't get into your account, email me. Well, check your email first and then email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Sponsor uh, Sponsors on the website, by the way, affiliates, Pro and Water Filters, Tuttle Twins, and Transistor FM. The music tonight, White Bat Audio. Stay tuned to Ground Zero Radio. Stay tuned to The Secret Teachings. If you're listening in the archive, check out our other shows. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. <laughs>